Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And what I'd like to talk to you all about today is, what are the issues facing the Aussie economy? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So what are the issues facing the Aussie economy or are there actually any issues? Are we seeing things being buoyant and surging ahead like our, maybe our share markets are doing at the moment and like the US share market is doing and maybe other share markets around the world. But are we seeing some headwinds or are we seeing a buoyant atmosphere around? Are we seeing some strength in our economy in the next one, two, five years ahead? So the reason why I'm bringing up this topic today is because I saw an interview that included Dr. Andrew Wilson, who was talking about some of the sobering effects on our economy right now and some of the issues that we are facing. He also brought up a couple of positive points as well. So came in with a fairly balanced argument. Uh, I guess in sense of saying that he was uh, fairly balanced in his thought process about it being sobering and not saying one way either either one way of being an absolute disaster or not being really of that much concern. So um, it's really interesting to get in the underlining thoughts behind that. And um, I I think you've got to go along with a little bit of tone in what people and how people are speaking about these certain things. And you've got to, I guess, be aware of some of the commentary he said in the past. Now, I typically have been, you know, fairly negative on, on what's actually happening around our economy. So if you're listening to this, you might get a sense that you've got to be aware in on a positive state of where I, Luke, am going with the commentary that I'm putting out there as well. So perception and the way people, you know, talk about the different subjects you've got to see on the basis of where they're coming from. Um, do they have any thought process in mind of when they're delivering that particular point in case. So I do the same with someone like Dr. Andrew Wilson and and what he's going to put forward in his arguments uh, around the whole idea of issues and headwinds. Um, Has he been positive or negative in the past? And is his points actually going to put us in a direction of more issues or are we going to be in a more positive state in terms of the economy. So I wanted to bring up a a few points that he mentioned today, but I gave you that background just to give you a little bit of insight to actually how you think about these these different points and and how you how that resonates with you and what kind of plans and strategies do you put forward considering these individual items. So the first one is around the government spending has been lower of recent times. Now, we have gone into a period of, well, close to a budget surplus in with our finances for the country and our government. So there, I guess there's the, the, the idea moving forward that there is going to be spending. My concern would be is how long is that spending going to take to actually be put in action where it creates more jobs, that it creates a better lifestyle, better activity for people and businesses around those areas because that's what it can spur on to actual happen um, and where it puts a positive spin on 
people's uh, wealth creation in those areas, people's businesses, and people wanting to live and and go to those certain areas. So the government spending will definitely help. It has been low of recent times. My question is, how long is it going to take to spur on this spending? So um, obviously, Dr. Andrew Wilson was concerned about the levels of spending at the moment, and it has dipped in recent times. My second point I'd like to make is in regards to the dwelling investment being down. Now, we've, we've gone through pretty much boom times between 20, 2012 and 2017, especially when it comes to Sydney and Melbourne. But we've got a state where things have dropped off. Um, the amount of buyers that are out there in the marketplace has dropped off. And that means that people looking to construct these high-rise towers or their house and land packages or townhouse complexes or commercial property are going to reconsider their stance on whether they actually build it because they might not be able to sell it or they might not be able to rent out the premises. So they've really got to consider what they're going to do and what kind of oversupply currently is in the marketplace. And now we're seeing various areas uh, where prices have come down because there has been that oversupply. So the number of dwellings investments happening is down on the result of having that boom, prices coming back, things that I've mentioned before in regards to uh, the amount of lending that is able to be done by individuals and companies, businesses um, out there in, around the, uh, the Australian economy. So that's a concern that uh, Dr. Andrew Wilson has does have as well on our economy. The third one he mentioned was there's no lift in consumer consumption. And that's a big one for us generally in our economy, the amount of consumption that is happening. So the spending on retail, the spending on, on groceries, the spending on cafes and restaurants, uh, on travel interstate, on holidays, and, and what actually happening with our daily habits in terms of spending. There has fallen off, obviously, on the back of uh, you know property prices falling off in Sydney and Melbourne, whereas our biggest two populations, there's going to be a, a decline in the wealth effect, and that's probably going to pull back from people being able to maybe refinance and actually spend um, spend their money or move from one property to another and upgrade their their property and spend that extra money. So that gives us all a point of view that consumption goes down uh, and because of that wealth effect and and property prices actually falling back. And if they fall back 100000 or $200,000, that might mean people are more reluctant to actually spend their money on other things that are in the, in the economy. And when on the back of wage growth being very small and um, at record low growth rates, then we get into a situation where people don't have that disposable income to actually go out and spend in the economy. And that, again, puts us in a difficult situation of having these headwinds facing the, the Aussie economy because of the lack of consumption that is happening. So they're the main, they're the main three points that he discussed in his talk. Government spending lower, dwelling investment down, and consumer consumption being affected. He did mention about a positive standpoint, and the only one that he did mention in this interview was in around the trade, uh, our trade being in surplus. So um, that was a good point that he mentioned, but he did put a caveat on that where he said it's mostly due to iron ore. 
So, and the the issue that he represented in that is, yes, that's consumption going um, overseas in, in, in terms of our trade. So a lot happening and maybe going to mostly to maybe Asian countries. And we're, we're seeing that continue to happen and the iron ore price is quite high. But it's actually not resulting in the creation of more jobs and higher paying jobs in the economy because they're probably at a stage where they've got these iron ore mines, they've gone through the construction of those mines, and it's now that robots or less jobs are needed to actually run the mine. So that's not really putting us into a standpoint of actually creating more jobs in our economy or higher paying jobs that's actually affecting you know, again, more of our Aussie economy. So yes, there there is a lot going on in iron ore, but it's not really having a, a great effect on the broader economy. So things that we do need to watch out for in this space, because he did say a positive point, but actually drew back to be, you know, maybe half positive and half negative in there. So that's the concerning things that he did highlight in his interview. Um, there's obviously other things in the marketplace right now that people are talking about in a positive standpoint, which is probably on the back of the election having Liberal get in and not having too much of an effect on the property market. Also things like the Reserve Bank of Australia reducing their rates and uh, looking to stimulate the economy. APRA, the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, looking to... Um, pull back on the, the amount of serviceability required on loans, which could stimulate more borrowing to happen or the ability for more people to be able to get loans. But we've really got to take an effect of what's really happening to some of these issues and are they going to represent in more stimulus out there in the economy, get people spending more, get people investing, get people um, you know, buying, selling and, and get more of a consumer confidence standpoint in our Aussie economy. There are certain things that are coming up, but I don't know if it, there's enough strength in those those particular ideas. And there seems to be a little bit of negative coming in for each of those topics before there is actually a super positive to see things actually turn around. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and uh, uh, feelings and opinions on this. Um, if you'd like to talk about this subject further, or even you know, to a standpoint of maybe actually interviewing someone on this particular sub- subject, love to have someone on and really deep dive into those thoughts. If you'd like to talk about your own circumstances when it comes to property investing, do give me a call. Obviously, there's always opportunities out there in the marketplace. It is can, and continues to be a buyer's market. So give me a call on 0400 and I look forward to chatting with you soon. And thank you so much for tuning in.